All right, good morning, kids. It's the show before the show. And I have a little time uh, for a lot of reasons, and mostly because it's slowing down at work. And uh, I'm not going to sit here and watch the news, any of it. Um, because, just because, okay, that's all, just because, why, I already know, I know what's going on, I don't need to be, uh, pounded with it every second of the day, and they're all being naughty, because they're not telling the truth as far as individual inflation. They just wrap it up in one little package and go, oh, it's only 30% a month. Yeah, okay. Maybe true. Anyway, I'm not going to get into ranting just yet because I need to share with everybody. So I got to get on Spreaker here and I may get on Freedom Revolution Network. Need some more coffee, which I'll be getting here in a second. It takes it takes at least five minutes, but it seems like it takes longer than that to get all this set up. So just bear with me here. Start live. Time, what I call this, time to downsize. And I'm out of coffee. And uh, I need some more, obviously. But I don't want to pay $10 for it. Bitcoin receive. There we go. There's my cute little QR code. What? is is <clears throat> one to do i don't know i mean i kind of know all right so live on speaker we're live on speaker too so there we go but uh, you're going to get a little taste of the show before the show because now i gotta go to stream yard stream yard yes stream yard we have to get all on the all of these platforms to share our pain and misery. <laughs> Cause you shall eat the bugs and that's what you're going to do. Create new broadcast. Uh, we're going to go. Let's see. No, no, no. Everybody. Everybody's Facebook account has been disconnected. Holy shit. And you wonder why I'm not on there anymore. Look at that. There's only one. The night talk. Um, okay, we'll go there. We'll go there. We'll go there. We'll go here. And uh, I guess I could add Podbean. But I'm not going to because I'm on Podbean. What did I, what did I call this show? Oh, time to downsize.
what is one to do? I have been down this road. One of this exact road down, but I've been down the road to financial failure, character, destruction, reputation, everything else that's just so positive. But I do have some positive things this year. I I did something that I've never done. Little teaser road before. I have been down this road before, yeah. When we killed all the Jews and nobody said nothing until it was too late. And that's kind of what's going on right now. But you guys are too stupid to see that because you're fighting amongst each other and just going to be successful once again. And it'll be too late. Then you'll steal all of my scientists and Operation Paperclip and you'll... uh, uh, invented the uh, rocket technology from Von Braun and you'll blow up everything and because uh, of the nuclear weapons and you're pissing off Putin and if you think I was bad, wait till you piss him off which is uh, I warned about this how come I cannot spell road? R-O-A-D right? How It's hitting Q R-O-A-D a T. Yeah, it's it's using Q. I have. I'll just put been here before because my. See what I mean? Just setting this shit up is just pain in the ass. All right, let's go. Can't find my way back home. That's, I don't know what key that was, but I mean, the the song is in C sharp, D flat. It's like, really? Whatever. Who might argue with Clapton and uh, Steve Winwood? (laughs) Nobody. Uh, End the stream. No camera, no, 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 no. Change audio, audio avatar, edit audio, and there the big red pill. I should put my QR code there, actually. But I don't think it fit in a little orb. That's what she said. Okay, here we go. Go live. Yeah, I'm ready to go live. All right, so uh, at the risk of, uh, like, people going like, oh, I tried listening to your show and it was just dead air. Uh, I'm going to kill some time here because doing this. Oh, I hear all the pop-ups come that I'm on. I'm on radio or whatever this is, internet. I have some things to share. Um. Oh, wow. I don't have the bumpers I paid for on this computer. They're on the Mac. Okay. Well, jeez, man. So unprepared, Tim. Hmm. Intro. What's this intro? 
I thought I made a folder on this, on this computer that um, has all my intros because I got to get another cup of coffee and I just want to play something to kill some freaking time here. Sort by name. Let's see. Okay. Bum, 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 bum. FGI. I don't see it unless. That's what I get for doing two computers. <laughs> well, the loop introduction might suffice because. Wow, I could have sworn. I could have sworn I had. I know I did. Well, you could do a shitty podcast too and not be prepared. MP3s, workout, everything but the show stuff. Hmm. Well, it's going to be the loop intro. Guys, how come there's a pile of pancakes in my search box? I don't need pancakes. Uh, RPS news intro loop intro newer loop intro folders classic intro because we can go back to that let's see what's this one let me see let's try this one oh yeah this goes way back Way back, so here we go. Thank you for holding. How can I be of service to you today? Yes, I have this recurring charge on my monthly statement, and I can't figure out what it's for. Well, we'll certainly do our best to help you. What does the charge say on your statement? Well, it's a $275 charge. And it just says Iraq War. Yes, ma'am, that is correct. The Iraq War cost the average American family over $16,000 since the war started. Are you kidding? Well, I never signed up for that. I'm you? sorry, ma'am. You don't sign up for the Iraq War charge. Tell me, have you enjoyed your war so far? It's a standard charge for all Americans. Have you gotten a picture of who they are? Well, that doesn't make any sense.
is not in service at this time. Welcome to the Red Pill Show. Original Red Pill Show. And now, here's your host and creator for more alternative media via podcast. While we're live, too. Kids, welcome to another exciting episode. Hopefully that all stops. Of the original, original Red Pill show. Today is Monday, September 26, 2022. The show. For entertainment, educational purposes only. Please use at your own risk. Show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network, comrade. No part of this can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without audit and consent that we come and kill you. Finally, this show's opinionated. The host, especially callers. Which was obvious last last show. I'm still getting over that one. Uh, gas people that are naughty in the chat room deserve a spanking in the naughty corner. R and always will be opinionated under no circumstances whatsoever. I'm so sure. Should opinions be taken as advice? If you are seeking professional advice. Strongly encourage you to hire a license if required person in his or her, her field there, little Tommy. All right, man. No, that's his name. How you doing today? My phone just said something. Broadcasting live from the wonderful, confused state of Colorado. It's purple because I keep grabbing it too much. This is a purple state turning blue. Whatever. Don't want to get into politics. That's amazing because I was told this was a red state. I guess once upon a time it was, but I don't really care anymore because I think it's all one and the same, but whatever. Don't want to get into that. So, so much stuff. It's 610. I have to be done by 7, which is a 50-minute podcast after all this shenanigans. And by the time I get into what I want to talk about, which I usually waste 20 to 30 minutes, about absolutely nothing. 
but I'm not going to come on here and just come out of the box and go, holy shit, well, this is way too much. You got to ease it. You just can't take it and shove it in there. You know what I mean? Got to have a little lubrication. Why am I using sexual references to them? It's interesting. But you just can't take it and shove it in there with uh, up being gentle and lubrication sometimes, right? So that's the same thing. I just can't shove this wherever because it'd be like, holy shit, too much, too much input. So I need to share. I think I'm going to go back to the last show, which totally spun me out. It reminded me way back in 2008 when I woke up. Also, that intro, I made that intro. Payday Monsanto, who gave me his permission to use his material. That's his song. And then the bumper music and the little thing at the end. I made that on GarageBand on my MacBook Pro at the time. But the audio is horrible. <laughs> it's really horrible. And it and it says, uh, well, that's me saying, oh, welcome. Welcome to the Red Pill Show, whatever. It's the original Red Pill Show. Because some asshole was impersonating me, even in chat rooms. And I'm like, hey, that's not me. I'm me. So I changed the name of the show from the Red Pill Show to the original Red Pill Show. So if you try copying that, you can go fuck yourself. Sorry. Anybody can call themselves the Red Pill Show, but this is the original Red Pill Show. Invented in 19, shit, no, not that old, 2008. Inspired, created, whatever. Born, probably is the best word to use. So that's that. But the last show, when that gentleman called in, floored me. And Scarlett's like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And like, all right, wait a minute. This is stuff that's on TV, movies. Definitely conspiracy crap, for sure. I'm like, what? And I don't know about you all or y'all. Oh, should I do my uh, Russell Wilson impersonation? I don't know. I've been very careful with that one. I don't even know if they won last night. I was watching it and I turned it off. They got no rhythm. Which I don't think I'd ever say that about about a bunch of black guys, but they don't. They just they just can't get into the groove. So all right. So that show. I'm still reeling from it. I, I have had a lot of stuff coming at me, including this past weekend, which I'll share. That is just spinning me out. Some positive and some like euphoric and some like, holy shit. And I, and I think a lot of people out there, especially ones that are not awake, is to trying to figure out what's going on. I bought Alex Jones, The Great Reset, in the world or some shit. Uh, I've only read a few pages in it so far. It, you know, it, it's like reading um, Jack and Joe went up the hill for me. Cause I'm like, you know, I've read this before or I've, 
I know this story, I should say, about a gazillion times. But uh, I am going to read the book, and after I'm done, I'll have um, reviews on it. So I got no dog in the fight in this in any book, like the Bitcoin Standard, which you all should read. Not just for Bitcoin, but to understand what's going on. So the last show, and more wealth without risk and wealth without risk and financial self-defense by Charles Givens, which are really outdated and out of print, but it all still applies. It's just different numbers. Uh, so there's another, there's three more for you. Really get to understand what the fuck's going on. And there's more, but that's enough for now. I'll re- bring up some more references. I actually will when I get into what I'm going to talk about here. And what I'm doing and what I've done. And this has happened. And I've been down this road. So my pain and misery and learning curve will be shared with you so you can navigate through it. Um, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not giving you advice. Just telling you what I have been through and what I have done. And now again, because I've been down this road before, I see it coming. This time I see the truck coming. I didn't see the truck coming last time because for a lot of reasons, but more so I had faith, trust, and hope that my family had my back among other people, and they didn't. They were driving the truck. I just couldn't see it until I got ran over. Whole other podcast. Anyway. This last episode that I did with Scarlett co-hosting. It wasn't my show, but I simulcasted it. I shared because that's what I do. Sure. Because it's all of our neighborhoods. Not just Mr. Rogers. It's global. It's global domination. Thousand points light. A new world order. I heard that fucking shit again yesterday. Oh, my God. Okay. So the last show for like the third or fourth time threw me for a loop. Okay. Now, this is what I'm going to say. That stuff is an agalist to people that listen to me and go, what in the fuck is he talking about? No way. Uh-uh. I, I just cannot believe that. Okay, that's where I'm at with my last own show. I'm there with you. <laughs> when somebody calls in, and I am not discouraging or reprimanding or saying anything negative, I encourage people, whomever they are, to call in and join the show. It's just that we're going to have to get, and Scarlett's doing this, uh, some type of verification. Because these are people calling in. There's no screening. There's no, uh, you know, hey, call in the show and say whatever you're going to say, you know, at this time. It is just totally by, uh, it's, it's improvised. It's not planned. It's total open, no script, no nothing. Because Scarlett was rambling on i'm not saying nothing negative but she kept she keeps bringing up the weather and how bad it is and it is but then we just transition into other crap and then all of a sudden this guy calls in and saying what he was saying with aliens and uh um, time travel and yada 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 
like an episode out of Eureka, which I'm watching. I watched the first episode. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Whoa. I'm <clears throat> like, if I would have watched that show when it first came out, or I wasn't aware and open-minded to, okay, well, well, why not? Maybe, maybe not. That's my attitude with everything. A person could call into this show or walk, walk up to me, and similar things have happened, swear to God, that they're, wow, I'm from the blankety blank, and I'm like, uh, okay. Well, you didn't run away. Well, no, because you could tell me you're a fucking Martian. I'd say, welcome to Earth. I've been through so much. And I've changed my thinking process because uh, if it doesn't fit my indoctrination, because we didn't learn about aliens and all this other crap uh, in school, we only learned and how to be good peasants and employees and you listen and comply or you don't you're in trouble. <laughs> okay. But that last show, like really spun me out, man, really spun me out. I encourage people and even time travelers, I guess uh, I, I never listened to uh, Art Bell. I think I've heard, I've heard of them. Don't get me wrong. But I never like, oh, I got to listen to Art Bell because uh, blankety, blankety, blank. And I'm like, I heard of them, this and that, whatever. But I started doing this in 2008. So that was, you know, Art Bell was already a thing. And it wasn't my thing because I I wasn't awake. So I was like, okay, some crazy guys talking about shit. But I guess he had an open line to time travelers. Um, everybody's welcome here, but it's going to take me a long time, if at all, to jump on the bandwagon and, and, and say, or agree with what I heard from that gentleman, because I will do my own homework. It's just that you just can't go to the library <laughs> and find reference on this stuff. Um, and if I decide to make a decision like you should, that wow i mean wow this is this is our reality time travel aliens uh manipulation of the economy and there's people that are just pulling the strings and uh, they have an agenda and we just are affected by it because of what they do and the power they have which is sociopathic and psychopathic and narcissistic and just a bunch of fucking assholes because they got their power from us peasants. All the money they got. See, they take the credit. Oh, look what I did. You know, I, I started this oil company or electric company or whatever. And, you know, I deserve to have this power and be king asshole or queen bitch. Oh, you really shouldn't say that. I just passed away and you are being so disrespectful. <laughs> Sorry, Queen. Rest in peace. I don't mean disrespect to anybody. I'm just saying this is these people's mentality. They're maniacal. 
Oh, look what I did. And if it wasn't for me, we wouldn't have all this uh, fossil fuel and sucking oil out of the ground and the internal combustion engine and blah, blah, blah. That was because of me. Okay, asshole. If that's because of you, then all the global warming, so they say, is because of you too. Right? Oh, well, no, that's your fault because you're the one that decided to use it. Fuck you. All right. So that's the kind of mentality we're dealing with. So they think that they were fortunate enough and blessed enough to be in a position to have the uh, foresight and the hard work to do what they did. Like, I don't like them, but Thomas Edison, I don't like that guy at all. Uh, but more so Nikola Tesla, who just got stripped of everything that he did. And it kind of all got transferred to Thomas Edison and Marconi for inventing the radio. And all Nikola Tesla wanted to do is avoid where we're at now. He didn't do it for the money. And he proved that by ripping up the contract with Westinghouse, which would have bankrupt Westinghouse if he would have insisted that they paid that. And what good is that going to do? Wipe out Westinghouse? <clears throat> okay. Well, no, your contract, your contract, an agreement's agreement. It's bind legally binding. You owe me a gazillion dollars, and he ripped it up. Kind of stupid, but he ripped it up because he wasn't doing it for the money. But you won't hear about that. You'll just hear that he was crazy, and he died in, uh, I think, the Waldorf Hotel or some hotel in New York, which Westinghouse paid for because they felt so bad for him when they tore down Ward and Cliff Tower. So, so those are the people that we need that come up with innovative, um, wonderful inventions for the betterment of mankind, kind of like a Star Trek thing. Uh, for like a federation, you know, for the best in um, good reasons for all of humanity, not just the selected few. Um, I forgot what they called it. Um, um, every time I try to think of something and focus on it and it's happened forever. So I'm not losing my mind yet, but I can't, a, a prime directive. Is that what it is? I think it's a prime directive, prime directives, which is for the betterment, betterment of everybody, not just the one or the few or whatever Spock says. So, I mean, that's what we need, but that's what Nikola Tesla was doing is trying to electrify the world. And uh, once he said that it was going to be free, which is impossible. Uh, they tore the tower down and stopped his funding. And um, just imagine if he was able to uh, complete his goal and dream uh, because it would definitely be a different world right now. There'd be electrification of everything, poverty, uh, people having potable water and sewage, um, modern sewage uh, systems and because you need electric for that and uh, it was all gone so but what's amazing is tesla was onto something and of course when the government got all of his stuff and everything uh you know it mostly has all been weaponized or classified as top secret and it doesn't exist of course it doesn't no no mm -mm. no particle beam weapons don't don't uh, rife machines don't exist. Multi-wave oscillators, uh, earthquake machines, harp, 
all that shit. It doesn't, that does not exist. Radar. No, 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 no. You're, you're just, you're a conspiracy theorist. What's wrong with you? Radio. No, uh-uh. no, no, no. Philadelphia experiment. What else? <laughs> just radar remote control. No, 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 no. Shh. That guy's crazy. So let him feed pigeons and die. And Tesla was worried about his technology being weaponized. And he was right. So just like everything else is, except now it's more mental warfare and psychology to get you to do what they want you to do. And you have to do it by free will. And uh, that's the best way to do it. Instead of threatening you with uh, blowing you to kingdom come or throwing you in prison or whatever their, whatever their tactics are now. So it's to the point where they're causing the problems and then they're telling you they can fix them. And then you comply because you're too fucking stupid to know any better. Trusting. Both. So you've been warned. I've warned you about Putin. I warned at President Trump that he was going to be betrayed from the inside. Thank God his family, for the most part, didn't betray him. But that would have been just total... Total crazy talk when it happens. But then after that, like Alex Jones is saying, you know, you people, when he's getting crucified in a court and they're like, Mr. Jones, doesn't any of this bother you? And he's just thinking about his family and his kids. And um, there's a 50% chance that thermonuclear war is going to happen. And when all this shit started months ago, I did a podcast. It's on there somewhere about Putin. I think his name's in there. You don't fuck with this guy. And he's not a psychopath and he's not a narcissist and he's, he's not a sociopath. Uh, he may be a little bit of a narcissist, but he's definitely, definitely not in the realm by my opinion. I am not a clinical therapist. I can read people though. I've never met the guy, obviously, but behavior and what people say and then what they do speaks who they are. Period. I said, don't fuck with Putin. Oh, well, he's being suppressive and Ukraine wants to break away from Russia because Putin's crazy and he's an asshole. And he's, well, you know what? There may be some truth to that, but y'all don't do your homework because this is all stemming from NATO. Which in a similar structure, fashion, do your homework. Well, Tim, you said that NATO was the UN. It's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. You got to listen to what I'm saying because sometimes I don't even know what I'm saying. So that's why I'm very careful in choosing my words. But NATO, isn't NATO supposed to retain peace and extend peace and make sure that people don't get out of line in countries and get maniacal and crazy dictators and start lighting up nuclear missiles or whatever they do and bombing people and killing them? Uh because they want to retain their power. They want to grow their country like Hitler, pretty much. I think those days are gone because 
they're not going to last. The mutual destruction <laughs> uh, is um, mutual destruction. Why? Why would you do that? So now it's got to be more of a clever tactical. Uh, mental manipulation, which is not against the law, psychotic warfare, psychotic. Mm, that really is the right term, though. Psychotic warfare, psychological warfare, whether it's NATO, the UN, uh, political elections. I mean, look at that. Every time two people square off, it goes into the shithole of. Well, you know, do you know this guy's background and blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, why don't we talk about you, asshole? Why don't you just talk about yourself? Because I that that's a big turnoff for me when people start talking negative about somebody. It's like, I don't want to hear it. It's a big turnoff for me. I don't want to hear it. Well, yeah, but you better know because blah, 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 blah. I have said stuff like that and shared it because it's true and it happens to me. I have no dog in the fight. But when it's an offensive tactic to discredit somebody and character assassination, I don't want nothing to do with it. But I warned, and here we go, oh, Tim, you're a narcissist. Well, no, I'm going to share a story here after talking about this bullshit. I warned people about Putin. Don't piss him off. NATO is approaching him for the past 20, 30 years. Do your homework. And he said a long time ago, quit advancing towards Russia. Well, when Ukraine was being pressured or whatever, and it was getting out that they were going to join NATO, that Putin had it. So he, he, you, you approached and crossed his boundaries as a leader of a sovereign nation. So I'm old enough. <laughs> it's kind of weird because I keep trying to deal with my um, seasoning, <laughs> I guess. Um, that I lived through the Cold War and it was not fun. It was not fun. Uh, going home or even waking up and worrying about getting lit up by a fucking nuclear bomb from Russia, missiles, whatever, for whatever reason, is not a good way to live. There's always that constant like, is this guy going to hit the button? And I, I lived through that. I'm talking about the 80s, the 80s and the 90s until, until we tore down the Berlin Wall. So what? You know, eight, 1980 to 1988, maybe. I don't know. Like I said, do your homework. I don't know exactly when we tore that fucker down or Gorbachev did or whoever tore it down. That's pretty much the end of the Cold War and, and the end of the USSR which is now the Soviet Union, Russia, whatever. It's not a good way to win or win or win that too. It's not a good way to live, but I'm telling you this, there's a 50% chance by experts, according to Alex Jones, that Putin has said, I'm not bluffing. I will use nuclear weapons. If you people don't back off, I would pay attention to that. This isn't a fucking poker game. 
this guy, if he's pushed into a corner, is going to have his little button with him, and all his submarines with nuclear missiles off the coast of uh, this continent and the ones that are land-based in Russia are coming here. And you know what? I'm at fucking ground zero. And ironically, that popped into my head. It's like, well, wait a minute, Tim. You're going to move back to Colorado on the I-25 corridor from all the way from Cheyenne Mountain. And there's there's nuclear missile silos, so I've been told, in Nebraska and places like you wouldn't even think of. That's what I was told. But more to the point, the I-25 corridor from Cheyenne, Wyoming, clear down to Colorado Springs, is just going to get fucking vaporized. And I'm, I could throw a rock and hit Interstate 25 from where I sit right now. We're pretty close. I don't have that strong of an arm, but close enough. So I'm bye-bye. I'm toast. I'm done. And I thought about it. And I'm like, no, I have little faith in the human race that they're not going to mutual assured destruction. Are they? I thought we, I thought we learned our lesson with this stuff. But they keep approaching Russia, and I'm not defending Putin. I'm defending the country because if it was just replaced the United States with the word Russia, but if people keep surrounding Russia and this and that and everything else and then weaponize the SWIFT system and the U.S. dollar in a reserve currency and choke that off, and if you don't listen to us, then we're going to make you pay literally or not pay, be able to pay. to manipulation and comply with what the will of another country wants, fill in the blank. And if you have a person in there that is not going to put up with your bullshit and is a true leader, they're going to defend, defend their country to the death that we would do the same. We have done the same against the British. So I really can't blame somebody for doing what we did, except now back then we had, muskets and cannons and whatever uh, but now we have nuclear weapons and beyond who knows what's floating up in outer space i don't even want to get into that there's crap up there though star wars system is real i haven't been to it but i keep hearing i ran a service call way back in 87 88 and it was residential, and it was in Phoenix, and the guy's air was out, and we got on a conversation what he did, and he goes, oh, I'm programming the Star Wars system up there. I'm like, oh, it's real. He goes, yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. Another, like, conspiracy eye-opening thing. Hmm. So whatever. I mean, if we want to destroy... If we just reversed everything and wanted to help people and spread love and compassion and empathy and sympathy and for the betterment of all mankind, instead of trying how to figure out how to destroy it, this would be heaven on earth. But people with power don't want that because they want to retain their power. And it's as simple as that. I mean, when the queen 
I know this isn't how it works, but when the queen passed away, rest her soul, she didn't say, I want this person to be my successor. And if she did, what requirements would they have to have? But see, it's all kept in the family. Now it's going to be King Charles and then his siblings and we'll get the throne and the crown and all that crap. That's not fair. Isn't that really? Um, and I'm not discrediting or saying anything bad. I'm just saying, regardless of the system, monarchy, dictatorship, or supposedly free open election and a democracy and a republic, there should be no ties to the prior people that were in power, but there were, but there are because it's the retention of power at all costs. Even if you allegedly have to let a virus loose to keep that. See, everything's weaponized. So, and I'm not going to fix the problems. I'm just saying, you know, I'm looking up in the sky and I'm like at the mountains and they're just beautiful out here. And I'm like, you know, I hope I never see because it's going to be the last thing I see. A big white, I would assume, explosion right over the mountains. And that's the last thing I'm going to see. And a lot of other people too. Why? Why? What did that solve? I don't know, but you all better wake up real quick because it's a 50% chance. I guess, according to Alex Jones, what is it, DEFCON 5 or 4? Well, I, I get confused. I think it's higher the worst. So let's just assume it is. DEFCON 1 to 5, I think, or 4. I think it's 5. Russia has the same system. And if it's 1 to 5 and 5 being the worst, they're at DEFCON 4, according to Alex Jones. DEFCON 5 is hit the button. Y'all better be paying attention. And we got elected servants that are telling Russia, quit fucking with us or we're going to nuke you. You don't tell this guy that. That's like two guys that are alpha male and they're protecting whatever they're protecting and they're drunk, unfortunately, probably in a bar. And one of them grabbed his wife's ass and was like, I'm going to kick your ass, dude. And the other guy's then going to go ahead and try it. So, and it's going to be a brawl. And this is what we're dealing with. Except instead of your fists, you got a nuclear weapon in your pocket. If you, if it would fit. Yeah. So this is a no back down who's got the bigger dick showdown at the OK Corral. Except you know what? Except the people in the corral, one person's going to die, maybe two. We're all going to die. That is a casualty or um, a result of maniacal power to control the planet is not acceptable, unacceptable. Collateral damage is the word I was looking for.
So anyway, I got uh, 15 minutes, so I'm going to touch on some other things. I just that it, I didn't even really plan on talking about that. It just, like I said, all this connects, but it is a priority and I try to do things by priority and yeah, getting vaporized for me is definitely at the top of the list. Uh, and I didn't even name the show that, <laughs> so which wouldn't be a very, I don't even know what I would time to get vaporized. I don't know. Are you ready for thermonuclear war? Let's play thermal thermonuclear war from war games. Great movie. Great movie. Except the whopper is Putin. <laughs> so it's like, man. So anyway, that's that. Am I always right? No. Nope. Do I want to be right? No. Nope. Uh-uh. I want to be wrong. I would not. You better tell your elected servants to back off. We want peace, don't we? Don't we invade other countries for democracy and peace? I thought that's what we're supposed to do. Why is it different now? You can bet your ass if some force was in Mexico or Canada like the Cuban Missile Crisis back in the 60s, which I don't remember as a kid. I don't think I was even born then. 64, I was more. So, but whatever. No, it was before me. Not much. Um, yeah, what I'm saying, get your missiles out of Cuba or we're going to fucking light you up. And that, and okay, that's justified. Well, that's what's going on with Putin. Oh, he's an asshole. He's a KGB and he's this and he kills people. I was like, well, that all may be true, but... If you get to the level that we're at now in the escalation, I wouldn't push them. That's all I'm going to say. So, 15 minutes. So, this weekend, I had another, like, head-spinning experience. So, I have been playing guitar. This is going to sound like I'm bragging. I'm not. It's just the backstory. I decided when I got out of treatment back in 1987, 88, they, they tell you, the counselors tell you, you need to do things that make you happy. Like you enjoy. And that's a lot of things for me, motorcycles, this and that, but I always wanted to play guitar. So I decided to buy my first guitar approximately in 1988. So I've been messing with that fucking thing. And trying to play it and play it and whatever you want to call it now. Playing the guitar and getting to the level that one wants to for most of us normal humans is like breaking 80 or 70 or shooting par or 10 under par as a golfer. I mean, the dedication and the repetition and the perseverance for me is the same thing. Golf is a great game, but it can piss you off in two seconds. But you'll get that one shot or one putt that will bring you back. That That's playing the guitar. I mean, you're, you're noodling around and you're trying to get your coordination. And you're trying to figure things out and music theory and what you can do and what key it is and all this crap. And then you'll do one thing like, oh, wow. What did I do? I did. I, that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> and that's what keeps bringing you back to the guitar. And I never gave up on the guitar. I had an opportunity to join and I practiced, practiced with 
my neighbor's band because the neighbors came over when we moved in. They saw my guitar, which was a Barrington, um, which somebody else right now now has because I gifted it to them and they wouldn't give it back to me. And I gave it to them because I thought they were the right person to give it to because I they were somebody different than I thought they were and they wouldn't give it back to me. Uh, and it's worth, it's worth, I don't even know what it's worth. Cause I didn't buy it for the money. That's a family kind of, um, heirloom that I bought that guitar when my son was born. Okay. And I gifted it to somebody cause I thought they deserved it. Huge mistake. Anyway, I bought that guitar made in Barrington, Illinois. It was pretty much a Charvel to equate it with a locking tremolo great guitar it still is but it's not mine anymore because i gifted it to somebody and i could i could have repossessed it and took it and changed my mind but uh i don't want to go into that because it's not what i'm trying to share so i picked up the guitar and i played and i played and i played and i started practicing with my neighbor's band because they asked me if i wanted to and i'm like sure i've never done that but well no wait i played with some other people but just practicing maybe five. I want to be accurate about this five times with some guys I met in treatment and they two brothers. One was a drummer and one was a really good guitar player. Both of them are really good musicians, but nothing ever panned out. They moved, they moved to Des Moines, Iowa, Matt and Keith actually. And then some years later, I reconnected with my girlfriend who had my daughter and bought a house and then said, yeah, I'll practice with you. And then, and then they asked me to join the band. And then my wife at the time gave me an ultimatum. It's like, it's either me or the band. So of course I said, well, that's really, I mean, if you're going to, I mean, really, uh, no, nothing's worth my family. So I couldn't join the band. So I quit. I have never played live in a band. And I have been um, drawn to Wendy Wu, who is a Colorado, Coloradoan, Coloradian, Colorado, I don't know, whatever. And there is so much talent here in, in Colorado and the Loveland area and Fort Collins and Boulder music wise. Um, but I connected with Wendy Wu when I first moved here and she was playing outside downtown Loveland and I heard her, I got off my motorcycle. I heard her play and she caught my, my ear, not my eye. I couldn't see I'm like, where the fuck is that music coming from? And, and I heard her and I, and she hit a note with her voice and it stopped me in my tracks. And I'm like, Whoa. And then I kept walking and she did it again. I go, okay, that's it. So I turned around and I plopped my ass right in front of her and I watched her entire set and I introduced myself and this and that we've been friends ever since. And our friendship has been getting, it has been growing. So that, that's all I'm going to say. Um, nothing, nothing beyond friendship, just really good friends. She, she inspires me. She is such a, just go on Spotify for sure. Uh, Amazon music. And just type Wendy Wu and just listen to this amazing woman. 
unbelievable. That's all I'm going to tell you. So she inspired me. And I'm like, damn, what an amazing talent. And I, we've been friends. F- while well, I moved from here for, if you want to count the year and a half I moved from here or don't count it, but this was four and a half years ago. Um, didn't keep in touch when I moved. Uh, but when I came back, it's one of the first things I did was go to my church and see her. And that's exactly what I did. So she inspired me when I moved back here to a point because I was learning, um, Oh, I was liking more of her material. So I started practicing her songs and to my amazement, I've tried to figure out some band songs. I'm like, I don't fucking know what you're doing just by ear. You know, I could look it up on YouTube and the tablature and I can even read music. And I'm like, if I really want to figure it out, I can except if it's Eddie Van Halen. Cause some of the stuff, I still don't know what the fuck he's doing, but I learned pretty quickly three of Wendy's songs. So last week when I saw her last Tuesday, During her break, I walked up to her and she was with her boyfriend, uh, Doug, and the, and they were talking and I walked up to her and I said, hey, I said, I know three of your songs. So, you know, if you want me to play with you, I w- that would be great, you know. And she's like, okay. But she doesn't know all this backstory shit like I just shared here. She's like, yeah, sure. So then Friday night, she played at the Backyard Tap in Loveland. So I text her and I said, hey, I'm going to come see you. Can I bring my guitar and amp? And she said, that would be awesome. Yes. So I'm like, uh-oh. And I'm like, fuck, I got to play live for the very first time. Now, I played live in orchestra when I was a kid, junior high. If you want to count that, and go, oh, yeah, Tim, you did play live. Well, you know what? Playing in an orchestra live is nothing like a rock band. It's just nothing like it. So anyway, Friday, this was like at 3 o'clock she got back to me or something. She's like, yeah. And she comes on at 6. That's three hours. I'm like, fuck. Okay, time to put up or shut up. So I came home, I practiced a little bit, ran through the three songs a couple times. And then I told the drummer, Dana, I said, now I know how you felt because she just started playing with Wendy not that long ago. And my nerves were the equivalency of when I got married, those jitters. And I told her that. And she said to me, she goes, Tim, why do you play guitar? And I said, for fun. She goes, there you go. So that resonated with me. I was just scared to death I was going to have an anxiety attack because you never know when they're going to happen. And I haven't had one since I was supposed to cross the Mississippi Bridge on a motorcycle back in July. <laughs> I'm like, uh, and I really don't get them, and you don't know when you're going to get them, but it's definitely fear-motivated. But I, I really wasn't fearful. It was more the jitters, which I guess there's a difference. So anyway, she calls me up after three or four songs. I have a wireless system. I have been and always wanted to emulate people that I see that go out and entertain the audience. I can, I just can't stand 
behind a microphone and strum a guitar and, and sing with people. It's fucking boring for me. And I'm talking from a fan. I like seeing someone going out in the audience and doing what they, whether it's the lead singer, the guitarist, anybody, of course the drummer can't do it. Although Tommy Lee does it on his track system suspended upside down on like a roller coaster track, which is fucking awesome. I, I mean that that's the kind of crowd audience interaction I like. So I went out into the crowd and started playing. And the nerves went away. The nervousness went away. I just played for fun. Just like I'd be playing here or playing in the living room or my, or my uh, bedroom playing my heart out for fun. And that's what I did. And it was three songs. And when I was done, I went and got a beer and I got some very nice compliments. And I'm, when I heard them, I'm like, this is surreal. Like you're, you're thanking me for playing the guitar. Like, yeah, great job. Loved everything else. And I, I thought people that have heard this before a gazillion times, There's some that go, well, yeah, I know. It's like, you're a great actor. You're a great, you're a great guitar player. You're a great singer. And some have responded. Yeah, I know. I know I'm the best. And that popped into my head and I'm like, how in the fuck could I respond to somebody by saying that in response? And I, I was just floored. I go, thank you. And then I said, that's the first time I've ever played live. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah. And Wendy didn't know that either. Nobody knew till after. And it was an amazing experience. You know, I'm 58. I don't want to be a rock star. I don't want to be fucking famous. I, I don't want to get paid, which even really blows my mind more paid to play the guitar. I mean, that just like, really? You know, okay. But wow, that just boggles my fucking mind let alone getting compliments. It just floored me. But my head was spinning from that. And um, that was another holy shit moment in less than a week's time. The first one was that guy calling in saying all that stuff, Eureka crap. And then me experiencing playing guitar in front of people um, that I really honestly didn't care how it turned out. I just put myself out there and I did it. And I just let the people decide. Oh, you suck. You know, you shouldn't do that. Where'd you learn how to play or whatever, or going to see a band for me is to hear the music because I connect with them and me playing the way that I did in the way that I do. I try to add energy to every song I play uh, and I try to connect with the audience and that's, that's how I will always be just like this show trying to connect on whatever level that is, but it was amazing. I don't know if Wendy's going to ask me again. She said she would. I told her I would learn taking pills, which is a great fucking song. If you're going to look her up, type Wendy Wu taking pills, but this woman is so talented and she's way better live 
than in studio. <laughs> but uh, that's not saying anything bad. That's just saying she's real. There's no auto-tune. There's no bullshit. There was a guy in the crowd, and he said he was from some TV show. And I was sitting next to him accidentally waiting to come on, holding my guitar. And he goes, are you part of the band? I said, no. I go, she's a good friend of mine, and, uh, you know, I see her all the time. And she asked me, or I, you know, I'm playing with her tonight. I asked her. And she said, yes. Uh, and he goes, wow, that's amazing. Because he saw me play because when he pulled me up again for a fourth song. But he's like, I've been trying to get a hold of her for six months. And I want her to do my show. I'm like, well, well she's right there. So whatever, you don't even talk to her. And then he said to me, he goes, you know what? These people have no idea what they're looking at or what they have. And I said, I know. I've been trying to tell people that since I seen her. And I tell her the same thing. I know the reason why, but I'm just going to say why she's not an A-lister and she is not up there with anybody that you could think of beats the shit out of me. But I know the reason why. But that's the t level of talent that she is. And I'm not just saying this because she let me play guitar with her. I have been saying this since the day I met her. I, if she would have said, Tim... And it was okay, you know, but I'm Wendy. Wu. She would never say this, but if she did, I would be fine with it. You know, I'm Wendy Wu, and you know, I really can't have somebody up there that plays like that. Because <laughs> what I told her was, I I did not want to disappoint you or the band or your fans if I didn't meet anybody's expectations, and that's the truth. But if she did say that, or Guy said, somebody said to me, yeah, well, you know, nice try playing the guitar when I was getting a beer instead of telling me, hey, great job. That was awesome. Um, you know, I was like, okay, that's, that's fine. But I did it. I did it. One thing in life that I've learned, don't have any regrets. I had the opportunity to play in front of people. And I've been messing with that fucking guitar since 1988. And I took it. And if things come up like that with you, you should do the same. You're never going to know if you stay in your little box or your little safe, safe little fucking whatever and not take a chance. So, and at seven o'clock, uh, I'm just going to say this real quick of the whole title of the show that I didn't talk one thing about. I went to the store yesterday to buy chicken at Walmart. Okay. And less than a year ago, it was $1.99 a pound, and now it's over 3 bucks. So it's pretty much essentially at least went up 66 to 100%. I've been down the road of financial ruin and destruction and character assassination and losing everything that I've worked my fucking life for, including my family, except my son. Okay. Y'all are going to go through that right now. You're going through it. It's just you have to recognize it. I'm not all the stuff I did. I'm talking financially. This horseshit, like, oh, well, yeah, it was uh, the inflation rate was only 8%. Yeah, for the month, which is still bullshit. Whatever they tell you, double it. So I'm going to tell you right now. Y'all are in big fucking trouble you're gonna get hit by a truck and i'm trying to tell you so me taking my own advice and been down this road before 
I signed a form yesterday to break my lease to go into a, um, not, a, I'm going to be nice here, not as nice a apartment as this one. And I'm going to say five, 600 bucks because I just can't get the raise I, that I need. I've heard people getting cola raises and their employers and bosses. If you got a cola raise and you got like $7 an hour, you got one hell of a fucking boss. I'm going to tell you, or organization you're working for because they get it. See, because companies can pass their inflation pressure and cost to their customers by raising prices. That's how it works. But an employee cannot do that. I mean, if your rent goes up and your, your lease is renewed or you're on an adjustable rate mortgage, which I wouldn't do, and rates have pretty much doubled at least, if not tripled because of the Federal Reserve to fight inflation, your payment's going to go up. So you can't go to your boss and go, well, you know, chickens doubled or my mortgage went up because I'm on an arm and uh, my payment went up three, $400 a month. I need a raise to deal with that. They're going to tell you to fuck off. You can't do that. An employee can't pass their inflationary costs onto their boss, their company. And if they do, or if you, if, if they attempt to, and it goes on deaf ears and you have somebody that is, has a little bit of foresight, they're going to go, you know what, you know, people are going to quit because they can't afford to live working here. So we, we got to deal with this. So we're going to have to raise our prices and pass out a cola raise. That's what a good leader would do. Especially when all the shit started. So if that's not happening with you, it's going to get worse. And believe me, the biggest stress on a marriage besides infidelity is financial stress. You two are going to start blaming each other. Or your kids are going to go, well, how come we're not going out to the movies or Chuck E. Cheese's or whatever the fuck you guys do now? You know, the kid ain't going to understand. You can't afford it anymore. Like, well, how come we're eating ramen noodles instead of, uh, you know, uh, chicken pasta or a steak, God forbid, mashed potatoes. Yum. Kid ain't going to get, understand that. It's going to cause you all kinds of anxiety and pressure that you can't do a fucking thing about. And it's not going away. The strategic oil reserve, from what I understand and hear from, again, Alex Jones, is almost depleted. But that's the reason why gas prices went down. But in defense, I just watched Bloomberg this morning. Oh, the pre-market for the stock market. You better watch that, too. The opening is already down 150 points. It might be more than that. I would pay attention to that if I were you, if you're in the market. So I'm going to tell you. If I were you. I would pay attention to the stock market, especially this week. That's not just me. That's Peter Schiff, Jim Rogers, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, Max Kaiser. Just watch the videos. Okay. I would watch the stock market for sure. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're in deep shit. And, uh, when you have to survive, whether you're a corporation or personal, you have to start selling your assets so you can survive. Either that, you start loading up your credit cards. You don't have a choice. It's either that or you just throw the towel in right now. 
but you're going to be under some financial strain and pressure that you would not believe. That's why I beg you read the creature from Jekyll Island, watch videos on YouTube from Max Kaiser, Peter Schiff, Robert Kurosaki, even Glenn Beck on his podcast. He's no dummy by any stretch of the imagination. Um, pay attention to the market. I would not pay attention to any of these financial assholes at all on TV. Uh, yeah, but we're, we're in a world of pain. I just saw yesterday from somewhere that, uh, this is going to be three times worse than the 2008 meltdown. Read the book coin standard, please do your homework on that. Um, financial self-defense, uh, wealth, wealth without risk, more financial self-defense by Charles Gibbons. That's where I learned a lot of my stuff way back when I was 27. Long time ago. Um, pay attention. Crypto Casey on YouTube. Watch her. And educate yourself for the love of God in your own survival. Um, and listen to podcasts. Not just this one. Listen to ones that resonate with you and kind of make sense. But I'm going to tell you this. If you start hearing the same shit that you do here or on other podcasts and it's all resonating, that is a definite sign that you're hearing the truth. With no intent or political association. Leave the politics out of it. Somebody starts ranting about politics and then they start saying stuff like this. I would be very careful with that one because they're all wrong and they're all full of shit. So, uh, just be careful in what, how they're dressing it up and bringing it to you. And if they have experience going through it, but I have, so that's it. I'm not talking out of my ass. That's the truth. I have to go. It's past. What's up, South Oz, man? I got to go. I got to go to work. Um, but yeah, I hope I hope some of that made sense or one thing made sense or none of it at all. I don't, don't matter to me. I know what I got to do. I've been down this road before and it's time to start downsizing and cutting my costs. And if that don't work, then I got to start selling some of my assets, which I don't have much. And then after that, I'll be throwing stuff on credit cards or all three at the same time. Uh, that's what I have to do. Because that's what I had to do when my life was utterly destroyed by people in my business and my family. So try that one. Try that one out. This is a fucking cakewalk compared to that shit. So I got to go. Thanks for listening to me. Uh, time to make the donuts. Oh, thank you, Pamela. You're very sweet. Oh, it was great. DEFCON 5 is peacetime. Okay, so then it's DEFCON 1. We're at DEFCON 2. Yeah, I'm saying Russia. Not us. Russia's at DEFCON 2, according to Alex Jones. Um, la, 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 that's about it. Dun, 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 dun. Rob, are you from Minnesota or North Dakota? No, I'm from Colorado. My accent? <laughs> oh, that's, uh, okay, Chicago, because I was born and raised there and spent 50-something years there. 
then I moved to Colorado. So I, I pick a little bit up of that and then I moved to Florida for 18 months. So I have a little bit of that too. So that's probably why you're trying to, trying to figure out my accent. Cause it's, um, multi-diverse, which I was just talking to a late two ladies in a bar. That's a joke. It sounds like a joke. And, uh, they've been here a long time and they were both from Florida and I told them where I was from. And one of them said, I don't hear your Chicago accent. I go, well, good. Cause I've been working on it. <laughs> so I've been trying not to let it comes out when I get pissed. So, but I've been, I've been working on it. Cause I don't think I have an accent, but then of course one doesn't because they don't, that's your normalized complacency or your environment. It's like, well, everybody talks like that. What are you talking about? I don't have no fucking accent. What the fuck is wrong with you? See there, there's the Chicago, there's the Chicago slash Jersey accent. But it'll come out just just piss me off because uh, but I don't let people piss me off anymore. So I have to go. I really do. 7-Eleven. I got to go. I hope that uh, that helped you or at least entertained you. Oh, and I don't want to talk about hurricanes. I know that's just there ain't a fucking thing you can do about it. And if you leave your pet tied up to a tree, you're a fucking asshole. So that's enough of that. You should not be a pet owner. Why don't you just tie your kid up there, too? I mean, oh, my God, I, I just cannot believe people do that or uh, whatever. I don't want to get into it. I would never do it. Uh, I'm a forever home animal person and I still will not get an animal until I know that things are going to be okay. And I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but that's enough. Uh, but I got to go out and work and make the donuts and pay for crap and everything else. So it's time to go. Thanks for listening to me. Please share the show. You have been listening to the original red pill show.